0: everyone, welcome to the Live Revolutionary Podcast, and I am your host, Vanessa Cruz. Listen, before we dig into today's topic, where the heck have I been? Listen, I've missed all of you so much. I want to share a little of what's been going on in my life while I've been away. So firstly, uh, my husband and I have went on a much-needed vacation. We both have a tendency to go, 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 let's get this done. We've got things to do and be completely immune to the need for rest. And this is a very bad habit Uh, and so because rest is just so productive and it's required to do anything well and so we knew that we went away for a while second uh, when we returned I was in uh, full preparation mode to fly out to Tampa to spend some time with the wonderful amazing on fire women of crossover church and their annual women's retreat so it was a powerful time and God was glorified third while all of that was going on, our church that my husband and I planted over five years ago, World Renegade Church, has been on a six-month process to discern from God the possibility of merging with another church that um, that meets in this in our same building. And so that trial period filled was filled with meetings. Uh, prayers, more meetings, and united services. um, And all of that ended, um, it's been a couple months now, and I'm ecstatic to announce that we have become one new church by the name of Prevail Church. So you can check us out online by liking Prevail Church on Facebook. Come on and support us, follow us on Instagram, and please do subscribe on YouTube. All right, so let's dig in. So in my time in Tampa, I touched on a topic that seemed to resonate with quite a few people. So I thought I'd make a podcast out of it. Why not, right? So while I was speaking, I touched on the very difficult and sensitive topic of feeling like you're distant from God. And so this this notion, this concept of following God when he feels distant is a very common concern that I found uh, to plague the new believer and the seasoned believer alike. It can cause a number of mental health issues, uh, depression, anxiety, anger, you name it. It's gonna manifest in all kinds of different ways. Catholics call it the dark night of the soul, and some call it the desert season. Uh, It's when you're once thriving flourishing relationship filled with God's presence has turned into what feels like a desert and you now stand in a drought. Or perhaps your life once filled with passion and focus has turned into a wilderness and your life now lacks direction and clarity. You may feel like your relationship with God is just not the same. You feel something's different it lacks life, fire, and you feel dry. And for others, you've been doing all the things you know you should be doing. Loving God, loving people, going to church, worshiping, praying, regular Bible study. But you still feel as if your connection with God has been severed or worse, that God is no longer speaking or listening. So I want to provide two circumstances for you to Consider that may provide some insight into your season of life. And I present these based on my years as a therapist and, of course, my own personal experiences. I remember the first time I sensed that strange, unwelcoming shift of one day being able to sense God's presence, and in a matter of days, feeling as if my heart were mute and numb. And just feeling a million miles away from God. And you know, the first thing I thought was, have I done something wrong? So that immediate response not only highlights my personal insecurity, but one of my greatest fears, that I would be displeasing to God. And if that were the case, that he would show his displeasure by moving away from me. So you want to pay attention. So if you're in this season right now where you're hearing me out and you're like, man, I like I'm experiencing all of those symptoms right now. The first thing you want to examine and be aware of is how are you justifying this feeling? How are you justifying this season? Okay. so mine was it elicited this my greatest fear of being displeasing to God. And if that were the case, he would show his displeasure by moving away from me. So you want to pay attention to what your immediate response is to a season like this. It's very revealing to particular fears in your life. So, and if you feel like you struggle with that, please see podcast episodes six and seven to work past those fears. Okay. So if you've been following my podcasts, you know, I like to flip the script on certain worries and concerns. And so, I'm going to do it again. What if your desert season were on purpose and not an accident, not a response to anything you have done or haven't done, but an ordained season in your life intended to propel you into growing in righteousness and holiness? Do you know what one of the most confusing scriptures in the Bible was to me? Matthew chapter four, verses one through three. It says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And then the tempter came. Now every time I would read that verse, I was like, why did the Holy Spirit do Jesus like that? It it says Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert. Why? Why would the Holy Spirit purposefully lead Jesus into such a trial? But I had soon realized that there was a great purpose behind that season of testing for even Jesus. Amongst the many reasons, such as demonstrating his humanity and being an example for us, Jesus himself was being tested. Would he be found faithful to his calling, especially during times of testing? Consider the Israelites, right? What caused them to remain in their wilderness season for 40 years? A lack of trust in the Lord. Do you believe God will provide protection in your desert season? Or will God provide direction or provision? Or will you continue to follow him at all? One of Israel's greatest sins against the Lord in their season of wilderness was forgetting what the Lord had done for them, causing them to wander. Listen to Psalm 106, Psalm 106, verse 20 says, they exchanged their glorious God for an image of a bull, which eats grass. And they forgot the God, they forgot the God who saved them, who had done great things in Egypt, miracles in the land of Ham and awesome deeds by the Red Sea. You know, I remember my first desert season and I was a fairly new believer, and I specifically remember that shift and that change of season, and it arrived with, like, like darkness and distance and doubt, and I will never forget standing in my living room when I was still living at home with my mom, and I blasted worship music, and I was saying to myself, I'm going to worship the Lord whether I feel Him or not, and I've since found that David— once said the same thing. Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me and so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer, and by night, but I find no rest. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One, and you are the one Israel praises. In you our ancestors put their trust. They trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried out and were saved. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. As you can see, David is seriously in his feelings about the distance he senses from God. He must have felt hurt, abandoned, alone, and confused. Yet truth. Truth that he no doubt learned growing up at home, scriptures he recalls reading when he was a young shepherd, return to him and sustain him during the season. He says to himself, Yet you are enthroned. He's saying, But I know you to be God. And then he says, In you our ancestors put their trust and you delivered them. He remembers the power of God and his faithfulness to deliver his people. So my question to you is, will you pass your test and be found a follower of God, putting your trust in him no matter the season? James chapter 1, verse 2 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you encounter trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Allow perseverance to finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. All right, so only six months ago, I experienced what I felt was a wilderness season. I could sense God's presence and, and I still felt near to him, but I was unusually depressed. I lacked motivation and I felt stuck. And you know what? It had everything to do with the launching of this podcast. This podcast was a clear uh, directive from the Lord. And uh, fear, hesitation, doubt, all of that, all of it was preventing me from following through on that directive. So for a couple months, I kept saying to myself, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You know, maybe next month or, you know, I have to build more excitement and uh, around it before I launch it. Um, but they were all excuses. Finally, I texted my mother-in-law one day and I said, I'm depressed and lifeless. I literally went back and found our conversation. I'm depressed and lifeless. <laughs> and she said, I know. I had a dream about you last night. There is a purpose that you have not fulfilled that you want to do and that has been on your mind. And instantly I knew my excuses, my procrastination, my doubt were all disobedience. And disobedience is sin. And sin affects our relationship with God. My friends, sometimes we create the distance by our actions or our lack of action. You can't pray, God, use me, and get caught lacking when he provides the avenue, the open door, or the opportunity. And the scary thing is you can be involved and busy in ministry, and your busyness still be disobedience. So perhaps the confusion and the lack of clarity or passion in life, the lack of instruction or direction is because you haven't fulfilled the last set of instructions God has provided. And remember, he who is faithful with little Will be faithful overmuch, and remember, nothing can separate you from the love of God, but sin does affect our relationship with Him, and does bring consequences. Let's consider Samuel's rebuke to Saul, king of Israel, 1 Samuel 15, verse 23. For rebellion is as the sin of divination. And insubordination is as iniquity and idolatry, because you have rejected the word of the Lord. He has also rejected you from being king. And then Samuel said, and then Saul said to Samuel, "I have sinned, and I have, indeed, transgressed the command of the Lord and your words, because I feared the people, and listen. To their voice and so my friend don't let fear punk you it can punk you out of your very destiny it can punk you out of walking in the will of God do not let fear punk you take some time to examine your season and through it all do not forget that he knows the way that you take and when he has tested you you will forth as gold. Job 23, verse 10. Well, that's all for now. If you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Got a question? Hop on liverevolutionary.org and click Ask Vanessa. And remember to think, feel, and live revolutionary.